another episode of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you create a happy home and refine your apartment lifestyle. My name is Bettina Deda. I'm an interior stylist, writer and author of the award-winning book Downsize with Style. I'm passionate about helping people achieve a stylish and functional home in a more compact space. I also love podcasting and delivering you quality content on a weekly basis. This podcast is one way to share my content with everyone who is planning to downsize and get involved in apartment living in some way. Today, I'm here with Babette Hayes. If you follow this podcast, you might have listened to episode number 13, where I interviewed Babette about her life and career in Australia, her take on storage optimization, and how to make most of small spaces. As we both love homes with heart and personality, we decided to have another chat and uh, record another podcast for you about love in the home and how to transform a house into a home. So welcome, Babette. How are you today? Hello. I'm very happy to be back with you, Dita. That's great. Oh, Bettina, sorry. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe people, not everyone might know you, maybe just say a few words, um, Mm-hmm. Not about all the 50 years you, <laughs> what you did in the past 50 years, but who you are and, and what brought you to Australia. What well, brought me to Australia? Wow. Well, that was a uh, long 50 on one, 52 years ago. Um, what brought me to Australia was a desire by, particularly by my husband, to come over here. And I had resisted for some time being French and working in England and having a, mm. really enjoyed living there. I thought I'd miss my family too much, but I decided to come here. And I already had established a career over there. So when com- coming over here with my husband and my little uh, two-year-old daughter came over and I was very blessed to be able to start straight away working with um, House and Garden. I was there, became their cookery editor mm. and doing interior yeah. design and home journal as the interior design uh, consultant, stylist and photographic editor. So it was a big opening for me and you know, it's sort of, I'm so passionate about being able to show people new ideas, different ways of doing things, maybe having different perceptions on what they can do with their own environments. Mm. And it's been an ongoing thing all my life. Yeah. And also produced quite a number of books. So uh, it, it's been a very loving career for me. Mm. Yeah. So that brings us straight to our topic, <laughs> love in the home. And uh, I mean, we, um, to start with, we, we both, um, think that that has nothing to do with size so you don't have to have a massive house to create love in home you can have a small apartment one bedroom or whatever how big it is and um, so this is why we thought this is also relevant for people who downsize to apartments or smaller spaces so for them it's often a big thing to let go of the big family home you know and and all the, the things that are attached to that and then how to start in yeah. a in a basically in a very neutral blank canvas i've just recently visited um one of the um, independent living units in a retirement village in sydney which was a two bedroom apartment nice um layout but very neutral you know there was it was just new all neutral colors and um very bland and it kind of without a soul you know and the bland that really gets to me you know because that is soul destroying and uh, it's almost an assumption that because you're getting older you don't like color Mm. and that is absolutely yeah the wrong attitude and so that's one of the things that I like to do is to guide people through now the nice thing about being able to help people downsize is if they call you in 
at the point where they are about to move or mm. thinking what they're going to do moving into a new space, you can go and you know help them, advise them yeah, as to what exactly. they can take and what is best. And then th- th- that is a process that allows them to be helped along the way because yeah. there is an emotional attachment yeah. to all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the other thing that I've found is that when people don't do that and they end up in an apartment and the furniture's too big and this doesn't fit and so on. So it's a question about supporting people to move yeah. through that pain of letting go. Yeah. And I'm sure that you do that yeah. a lot with your yeah. work. Yeah. So in terms of looking at loving and love in the home, and how, you know, whether it's a bed sit, you know, whether it's a bed sit or one uh, a bedroom apartment or a studio or in a house, whatever it is, it's the feeling that you get when you walk through the door that matters. Mm. And it's creating the feeling where you think, it's so good to be home. You know, that that is a key component, I think. And so what is it that greets you as you open that door? And what is it that shows you that there is harmony and balance Mm. in that place? And changing habits we talked about changing habits yeah but that's a key component too because if you're always used to doing things in a certain way um you know it's going to be difficult to change when you go into a new environment yeah but you might have to change some of your habits oh, in, you a, in a smaller yes, yes. in a smaller yeah. place because you yeah. just need to rearrange differently you know like your daily things you do you don't mm. have all these extra rooms where you can stuff <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so this, also, is, yeah. this is um it's also an adventure i really think that a new <clears throat> a change moving to a new place yeah you know, is there's a sense of adventure, and it can be exciting. You know, I, I'm one of my clients who's now 92. I've moved her twice, and last time was about seven years ago. And she just loves what we do, you know. Yeah. And it's just, it's, she gets excited. Yeah. She has, yeah. you know, well, she also has a, a, an interesting aesthetic. So you're working with someone who you know, understands design and what yeah, have you. Yeah. But is also willing to make mm-hmm. a change. So, and when I was, we were talking about love and so on, I just wanted to, you know, I was just, before you came here to do the recording of the podcast, I was sort of going through my place here and thinking, what is important really is to put everything in its place. You know, things get chaotic when you don't put everything away Mm. and it builds up into this chaos and that is disturbing. But there's such a sense of achievement when you go around from room to room and you put things away and and just sort of simplify everything. Mm. And I find myself, as, you know, it's been chaotic. We've been doing a lot of photography. We've been photographing a cookbook, and I'm really enjoying that, you know. Uh, but it was a lot of stuff coming into the house that isn't normally here. Yeah. <laughs> so, because I've done a lot of books. Um, yeah. But so, as we put everything away, there was, a, I felt, a deep sense of, peace inside yeah you know and i find myself calming down yeah and when the eye rests on different parts of the room or the house whatever if it rests on things that are intended to be there it makes a difference mm. it's like it's like zen approach mm. if, if it's zen you consciously place something mm. where it's meant to mm. be mm. which is like consciousness thing mm. you know that everybody's sort of very keen on yeah and i think that this goes also back to that whole discussion of storage optimization you can have the 
greatest storage containers and things in your house if you don't put the things back in their storage containers, you know, for example, then you have another mess. You know, it's this, it's not finding them. It's more putting stuff back. So if you have something and you don't need it anymore, don't just dump it on the dining table, even if you know where it actually has to go, but really bring it back to the little place where it lives in a drawer or where that ever is. And this is, I think where people then um, create this clutter everywhere. Yes, but it's also being able to put things in the drawers and the cupboards in some kind of order. Yeah. The number of times, you know, we've gone in and photographed a hospital <laughs> story for one of the magazines, and um, I open a drawer in the kitchen to get something out, and it's chaos. Yeah. Chaos, yeah. chaos. Mm. So it's taking it that Zen step Zen, further. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and it makes it enjoyable, actually. When mm, you open a drawer, it's mm. all there. You know, yeah. it's, it's just so beautiful to look at and enjoy. And storage is a key component, and there are lots of places in the home where you can add storage, mm. you know, whether it's shallow shelving or yeah. shallow cupboards. Uh, a friend of mine has lined a very narrow hallway with those, can I mention a brand name? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, the Ikea shoe, box, shoe drawers, you know. Yeah. She's got a whole length of one corridor, and they're, very, they're not deep. Yeah. I don't know, what are they, 150 deep, if that at the most? And everything, all her shoes goes out, but not just the shoes, other and things. Other stuff, yeah. And most beautiful storage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so she's actually, interestingly, she's German, so she's very into <laughs> correct, yeah. correctly I, doing things, you know, yeah. that tidy approach. Yeah, I mean, you can mention IKEA, that's not a problem. I've just, we've done just a, a podcast at IKEA recently where I was there and um, talked about a few interesting options, you know, what they mm, show mm, in the showroom actually. Mm. And they have these mock up apartments where you can steal ideas, you know, mm. what they do in small But they're good, apartments. they're wonderful. So, yeah, that's a great way. It's not. It's 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 low cost. It's not an expensive yeah. designer piece. So it, sometimes it's good to have everything. You know, you you don't have to spend a fortune for built-in storage. Sometimes if you just go and get some ideas somewhere. So, but, um, but also because it's been set up as a display, you can go along and look at the space yeah. and see what well, they've been able to fit this, 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 and yeah. this in. You know, and it makes such a difference because they can see it. Mm, exactly. That that's a great um, idea. Yeah, and just be creative and using stuff containers for anything you don't yeah. have to because it says shoe storage you don't have to no, use well it for this shoe. woman has, I, has used it for different yeah. things i just bought actually the yeah. other day i bought um at howard storage world i bought um shoes drawers like um, plexi you know like um like it's like boxes like plexi yeah, 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 yeah and then i bought them actually for my son to put his lego um like these little books yeah, that yeah, come with yeah. the Lego uh, boxes, you know, he has them everywhere. And I said, Max, this is just a waste of storage in your, you know, it's three pieces on top of each other. And then the whole cupboard is empty mm. on top. And I said, mm. look, why don't we just put these drawer boxes mm. and then he can sort it in, you know, so it's yeah. just, um, and, and it's a question too. Me. I think if, uh, if you're of a certain age and you are downsizing and going into an apartment, it's also involves a couple. Mm. And you know that it's a couple who've been together for quite some time, and um, it's about creating something that they both want. But yeah. that can be a challenge. Yeah, yeah, know? exactly. So quite often I found that the yeah. the male element is very strong. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and the woman needs to be encouraged to mm. put forward her point of view so that they can do what is necessary mm. in terms of using the space nicely. Yeah. But if you if you can, you know, I think the it's very important to have a consultant or someone that can yeah. help you do that. Yeah, and I think that is a point a lot of people don't see 
yeah, yet, maybe. They yeah. just don't they don't think, oh, we can do it, uh, blah, blah. And then they move stuff that's too big and doesn't mm. work. And mm. But is, is it rewarding when they say, oh, gosh, yeah. I wouldn't and have thought also, of that? And the other thing is, in like, like that to go back to that example with the two bedrooms so you have one bedroom is your bedroom and then the other one what do you do with the bedroom so there is the, maybe you need a study but then maybe you want to have a guest room so you have to be um inventurous in, the, inventive, yeah, inventive, <laughs> inventive inventive sorry <laughs> to to find yeah, a way to um use a room for multiple things you know and then you this is where you need special furniture and clever furniture and you just clever storage that's your green size bed in it and mm. think, oh, I'll well, squeeze a desk next to it. You know, there is, mm. you won't be, you won't have fun in that room then, you no. know. It's this, um, what can you, how can you make most of this one room for multiple purposes, for example. Mm. This is, mm. and it's very individual. Everyone has a different idea or different needs. And I think that's also very important to, before you even move or decide where to go to be clear what needs you have and what you want to, how you want to live, you know, and how you imagine mm. yeah. your lifestyle in that smaller yeah. apartment, yeah. you know. And um, also I think making a list of what is essential in your home. What is it you absolutely cannot live without, you know, yeah. um, and just make that list because it'll only be a few things that you can't live without. Mm. And then what can you change? Mm. So that before the move is made, there is some clarity, and it's best not to have to pay to move furniture that you're not going to keep. Exactly, that's a terrible waste of money. Yeah, and then it stands there on the day the removalist is unloading it into your apartment, and you don't know where to put it. You yeah. know, and then they yeah. are gone, and yeah. you are sitting there with your furniture, and you you can't carry it yourself. Or it's, mm. it's really bad, and it costs only money, and then you need external storage, mm. or it's all stress that you don't mm. need. But mm. yeah. I think that space planning aspect is really important. But maybe we um, once you've sorted, let's say we've sorted that all out, you know, we, we've done our space planning, we have our list of essentials and we've moved them in. So now how do we get the love in the home? You know, our original topic, what can we do? Maybe we well, can I think that a lot a bit on that. Well, getting the love in the home, I think, is very much a part of it, is creating a flow through the home so that things need to be arranged, really well arranged. The furniture needs to be mm. put in such a way that when you come into the place, it's there. You're not going to be stuck with something that gets in the way. You know, so there is a natural flow. That creates harmony. Yeah. And then also the correct placement of artworks that is a really important one mirrors and artwork and the way you place things makes a huge difference to the room mm, mm. and with that then is the i always like to come into a place and see something beautiful whether it's a single flower or whether it's a little table with a flower and a vase with um, a mirror or whatever so as i enter there is something that is pleasing yeah you know mm. that is important yeah and quite often when you get into an apartment, you well, a small apartment, there isn't much of a corridor space and so on. So, yeah. you, so whatever you look into First. needs to mm. look good, mm. needs to be really nicely put together and tidy and organized mm. so that you don't have a jar. And I think it's those jarring moments with, oh, God, I didn't do that. Oh, God, didn't I? You know, that's, that's just terrible. <laughs> yeah. and, and then the whole, it just does, it's just yeah. disturbing. yeah. And this is why it's so important to really sort out your stuff and only take the things that mean something yeah, to you, the yeah. important ones, and then you can create these little vignettes or yeah. these little decorative areas yeah. where, where you don't have too many things. 
Yeah, this is a big, but it's again another big topic: letting go of stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but also, it's, it's yeah, but it's maybe doing things without resentment as well. Yeah, you know, you can often feel at home where if one of the people is resentful of, say, doing the housework and what have you, and it's it's really about accepting that this is a loving act, whatever it is that you do in that home, it's love coming into being. Mm. Whether it's dusting or cleaning or tidying up, that is love in action. Mm. You know, I, I, does that sound terribly esoteric? Yeah. But, that, but that is my experience. When I clean the bathroom, you know, when I clean the basin or we clean the lavatory or whatever it is and tidy it up and organize it, that is mm. actual love in action because I'm doing it for myself, but I'm doing it for everyone else who's going to be in that yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and the same thing with the kitchen. And, you know, it's really interests me how often um, people <laughs> resent washing up. And I think, well, but that's part of the process of eating. You mm. cook, you prepare, you shop, you cook, you prepare, and then there is the washing up yeah. afterwards, you know. Yeah, and putting so, stuff back in the yeah, cupboards. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. it's all part of the process of loving mm. your home, oh, yeah. but also loving mm. yourself. <clears throat> Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm on the same page because I just feel much better if it's tidy and organized. I'm, our house is really very tidy. That, that's me. But And I always struggle with my husband because he's one of the persons who dumps stuff somewhere. And then they, it's sitting there for a week. <laughs> like we mm. had these old um, – he exchanged the, the down lights the other day with LED dimming mm. lights. Mm. And then the other ones were sitting there on the kitchen bench. And I said – after a few days, I said, what's going to happen? We are not going to use them anymore. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, they're just there for a few days. I have to do something. And this is going for a week. And then he put them away somewhere. And I was like, where are they? <laughs> where are they now? But then I found them again in the laundry in some weird cupboard where, they, where no other uh, lights are. Yeah. But, you know, at some point I says, okay, leave them there. You know, we at some point uh, they're, they're going to be thrown out, I think, because uh, but we, you, we're not re-putting them in again after because LED is much better. and doesn't. But that's a good example of what can happen in a relationship, yeah. isn't it? You but and your I'm, husband I'm are very of, different people. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people have to contend with when they are, yeah. you know. And I have to some sort of keep up with it. And it, it's not, I mean, main, he lets me decorate the house as I want basically he doesn't say any I buy new stuff and I do that here and everywhere. Mm. but in, in some points of course he has his way of doing things and then this this is this when I've seen and things is why is that lying here now you know it doesn't belong there but mm. I can't just take everything away we always get into the same discussions at some point but yeah it's it's really hard to mm. everyone has his own because mm. and because I'm at home most of the time and I work from home for me I can't work if it's untidy. It makes me crazy. I have to make my bed every day. If I know upstairs mm. the beds mm. are not made, I can't mm. think. Mm. You know, I, I just in the morning, and even my 10-year-old son can make his bed now. I said to him the, a while ago, I said, look, if you want to help mommy a bit, it's only a few minutes in the morning, make your bed, that would be great. And now he's making his bed every day. Well, that's lovely. That's commendable. That's great. For his future and, partner, yeah. will really appreciate said, what you've taught yeah. him. Because I said it's not a lot of work, and they run around in the morning anyway before they go to school, so they have enough time. You know, we get up early enough, we have breakfast, and then they sometimes they do a bit of homework or mm, whatever. Mm. And so, just so he does it every day. Well, the thing about that is that also, and, you know, would you have an untidy teenager? Yeah. Well, by the time you've, you're dealing with people who are retiring and going into a smaller home. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's it's a very different situation, yeah. and it's a good training for them to take some level of responsibility. Yeah, yeah. But um, I yeah, 
but uh, you know, let's move back to the the couple who are moving yeah, into yeah. a new place, and um, how do they handle their sorting out every day, tidying up every day? Mm. So as long as it doesn't become a chore and a resentful chore, mm. then it can be done with love and care. Yeah, yeah, you know, and if there's anything that needs to be discussed, then it has to be discussed. The couple can sort things out, mm. as you have done, yeah, yeah. you know, with your example of your husband. So everybody has a challenge yeah. in relationship. That's why we're here on the planet, mm, mm. <laughs> you know, to learn. Yeah. So storage is a key, but it is. I've always found storage that like if you don't have enough storage, you know. Yeah, um, that's one of the major th just points because everyone from big houses you have just have more things than people who live maybe in smaller homes but now you have to really reduce it and, and sort it out and put it as best as possible i mean they have these most of the newer apartments have built in like wardrobes and um, the kitchen i saw was quite nice it had a lot of cupboards but still the, it, other than that there is nothing no. built in and then what they do they furnish it from a property stylist there's some furniture who looks nice but i thought oh god this is not practical you know it's this It looks nice, but it's not. It's just that it looks good to sell the unit, basically. But it's not very functional stuff sometimes. And then mm. and this is why. And, and and I know, and this I heard that from several retirement villages. People come in mm. and they say, "Oh, we want to buy all that." You know, the ones who can afford it, who have so oh, we want to get rid of our old mm. stuff because it looks good. It's kind of style, but it's very. Um, um, what's the of the moment? It's temporary. Isn't it's it, temporary, really? yeah, it's but it's very. Ba not basic it's it's kind of general stuff it's not personal it's yeah. just this it looks so good there's a vase and a throw and a cushion any color people, mostly quite neutral uh, and then people come in and think oh that's great so we want to buy the whole thing and they buy the whole thing from basically when they buy the unit and i think oh god but that's not a personal home you know nowadays no, it's kind so of they have to bring in their it, own stuff yeah, and, and, and personal is important what is it yeah. that makes one place different to the yeah. other and i like there's a heartfelt connection with what you own your yeah, artwork exactly. why do you like that artwork you know it'll go on the wall and it has a deep connection yeah. but the other thing is to actually put it in such a hang it in such a way the, that it is part of the room it's not just not, a picture hung bang in the middle of a wall it has yeah. no connection to anything else You know, yeah, and yeah, you have yeah. to be very careful the way you place things because yeah. then you yeah. create harmony and flow. And I think that's one of the key things. Mm. A lot of people don't know what to do with their artworks and their pictures. And, they, they, well. and most people, a lot of people think they can only hang one picture on one wall and then, you know, there needs to be a massive space around it or something. Mm. But it's much, and usually well, people have more than one artwork or one Yeah, thing. and it's not about that. It's, it's, it's got to be just, connected to the function yeah, in some yeah, way. yeah. You know, so it's, it, that is, a, and also what I suggest is that people look through magazines yeah. just to see the way other people do it, and yeah. then they'll learn from that as well. Yeah. Or go to showrooms and have a look. Yeah. You know, this is what I always say: if if you if you have um, certain furniture you want to keep, but you need new stuff, just go into a showroom and look at an apartment setting. You remember Bo Concept yeah, yeah, where yeah, we did my yeah, book launch? Yeah. They have these dining living room settings just set up very close together and you can sort of imagine okay how could I do this you mm. know what what sort of furniture or stool or you to TV unit could I use and just to get some ideas yeah. you don't have to buy that but to yeah. get a bit of this is the same yeah. magazines or just shops yeah go yeah. and have some yeah. 
I know that's why actually we did mention IKEA now, but they do have really good examples of of, of the way storage is used and so on. I think one of the big steps, uh, big changes has been the kitchen design with drawers rather than cupboards. Yeah. You know, pull out drawers for all the pots and pans and everything. You don't have to get onto your hands and knees. Yeah. And what I've often done with an apartment, in fact, what I do all the time now, when someone buys an apartment and uh, for the bedrooms that have got lots of cupboards but not enough drawer space. So what I do is underneath the rails, because quite often they don't need a full-length drop, Mm. so I will have installed drawers, pull-out drawers, maybe two or three, Mm. that takes, um, you know, their underwear, their jumpers Mm. and what have you, or they'll take rows and rows of shoes. Mm. So all that, especially good when you're getting older, you pull out the drawer and there are all your rows of shoes, and you've got three stack, and it fits neatly under the Mm. hanging space. Mm. And, so, and this this um, example can also be used um, in the kitchen for the pantry, for example. We we um, I just did um, a case study with Howard Storage World, and we did a makeover in an apartment. And um, the problem in that in that one uh, cupboard, which was a um, kind of holding all sorts of vases and just bits and pieces that didn't fit in the other cupboards. It was a mix of things, you know, vases, bottles, um, placemats and all sorts of stuff. They actually put drawers on the shelves, on the two bottom shelves, so now you could pull out the stuff. That was fantastic. Mm. And, I mean, this couple was... Mm. In the fifth, beginning of the fifties, they were mm. not they, not that they had problems, you know, yeah, but yeah. it was just so much nicer and and ha- easier to handle. And then this is another thing you can get just from pre-made if it fits in your you know in, in your cupboard in your space, and then you you screw it on and you have a little pull-out yeah, drawer. Yeah. There's a where lot before of you had to kind yeah. of go and yeah. take everything out to find what's in the back of yeah, the no, cupboard. I, I really so love pull-out drawers. Yeah, I that's a great... Big bonus. Yeah. You yeah. Know. And then you can use them in any... And if there's a hallway moment. cupboard as well, you can quite often mm. pull out just, you know, the mm. unit that Howard's do with pull-out drawers. You just put it in the bottom of the cupboard yeah. and out it comes. Yeah. So, yes, there's a lot that can be done and yeah. it makes life so much easier. Yeah, that's right. It It really does. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should also talk a bit about color again, because we mentioned it in the beginning. Well, that is my speciality. (laughs) I found that, to be honest, when we were in that apartment the other day, I thought, oh, my God, is this, of course, all is kind of an off-white walls, and then every very light carpet, and then they had a few, I mean, in the cushion and the... There was a bit of blue or yellow or something, but I thought, oh, my God, this is so... Yeah, yeah, it is a challenge because, uh, you see, most of the um, builders use no colour. I mean, in all the big spanking new units, it's all off-white, white, 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 white. white. Um, And the the challenge can be, where do I and how do I introduce colour? Well, obviously, uh, you could actually do something magical with wallpaper on one wall, which is what I've done with one client. Mm. Really wonderful. And she's so thrilled. Or just one colour on one wall. And then it's a colour that you can live with. I mean, it can be one I've just done, which is unusual, with a, quite a deep dark blue. And it's mm. wonderful with all her paintings on it. It has actually made her place different to all the others. Yeah. So colour is important. Mm. Now, the upholstery, it's an expensive item to change if you, you know, you end up with something that is actually colourless. But you can actually put a throw on it. Yeah, or some cushions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. With the, I mean, the only thing in these, like in these retirement village units, um, 
there's special contracts and stuff, and you have to basically bring it back to the condition it was. So if you put wallpaper when you have to move out of that unit, for example, what happens often people who live there for a while and then one um, one part of the couple might mm. die or pass away, and then they move at an older age, mm. they move to a service department. But you can get peel off wallpaper. And yeah, it exactly. Off. This it's, is what yeah. the thing, and this is your, yes. you have to once the when you have to sell or move out, you have to bring it back to this. Yeah, we'll just peel it off. This is what I thought. So you have to think a bit about it. Yeah. And there, but there's always an option, that yeah. removable wallpaper. Yeah. Or even if you don't paint the walls, you, you could use these um, cushions and other stuff with mm, colour. So much maybe with cushions, really, is there? That's or a nice rug or something. Mm. You could... Mm. Um, well, you can... My, well, my feeling really is to make sure that you have all your personal things there, mm. or that you want. Yeah. Not overcrowding it. That'll, you, know, you can actually prop up and lean on a, on a chest or something, a big painting. It doesn't have yeah, to have exactly. a hole in the wall. Yeah. So that you can do layering. If you look at the magazines, you could yeah, put one in front yeah, of the other, yeah. you know, and be adventurous. And I think mm. I've, I found that my sort of older clients love doing something that's different. Mm. Or framed yeah. fabrics. That's yeah. nothing which you could just lean on a wall or, yeah. or make a hole. A big panel or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots of stuff you can do. Anyway, but this is also again, a lot of people might not know that they can do that. So this is why it's good to have someone, yes. a consultant or a yes. designer, to help you get that yeah. right. Because I mean, you you lot, let go of a lot of things moving into a smaller apartment or in smaller space, and why not make it a really nice place, you know, and and I, make the most out of it. I mean, I've never yet had a client who hasn't been absolutely happy to have used someone, you know, whether it's your client or whatever, they always come back to you with, oh, gosh, I love that. Mm. Thank you for helping me make that happen. So there's a sense of relief that they had the help mm. and the satisfaction that they've ended up with something mm. that is much yeah. prettier or nicer or more organized than mm. they could have done themselves. So mm. for a very low cost investment... Yeah. You know, they can achieve something that yeah. is really worthwhile mm. and takes a big weight off their shoulders. And then they can, they say, oh, my gosh, that yeah. really looks good. So you get lovely feedback. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes it's just these easy little things. I had one client, um, She, the lady is not downsizing yet, but she's really good. She started decluttering already. She had, they have a big five-bedroom house. And and I saw, I, she called me and so went through and... Um, I, she had a lot of stuff standing around, gathering dust everywhere. And then she was there was one particular area, the office, which needed to be <coughs> decluttered and redone and rearranged and stuff. And and I said, hey, why don't you use all these things you have there? You know, repurpose them, use them for something different instead of having them sitting there just not doing anything. And then oh yeah, okay. So, so and after a while. I got um, the other day. I got a little. I asked her if she wanted uh, would write me a testimonial for. She was one in one of my workshops, and so she, she she said to me, "It was actually she wrote me something and said it was great because she loved it how I encouraged her to work with the things they have and with their own personality. Now she used stuff that was standing around. She used an, an ice bucket now in the kitchen for her utensils <coughs> and things like that. Mm. You know, she she kind of." And, and she didn't see that before, that she could use actually these things for a different purpose in another room, you know, and now she kind of 
emptied that whole well, office. It's, it's the value of having a different pair of eyes, yeah. isn't it? Your eyes showed her yeah. what she could do, yeah. and that inspires her to yeah. do more. Yeah, and now she said I, she adopted an apartment mentality already, and she's really looking at can I – and I said to her, look, now, you know in about five years if you're going to move out, think about everything you buy now. Is that going to work in that maybe in a smaller apartment? And they had already something in mind in an area where they wanted mm. maybe to go. And so now she said, yeah, yeah, I have already that apartment mentality now. I'm I'm looking, I'm thinking about everything I'm buying or having. Oh, is that going to fit? Yeah, well, so that's, that's really wise. good, that's you know. So wise. it's kind of working yes. towards that goal. Yeah, and then you don't is. have these hectic, chaotic situations when you have to move everything. Oh, God, what do we do now? Yeah. And so yeah, yeah, it's interesting because that sense of feeling... Your home is your haven is important. Mm. I think that sense of, oh, it's so good to be home. You feel safe. You enjoy it. Yeah. It's your special space. Yeah. And making it that special and different to what's next door or whatever, yeah. I think is very yeah. important. And, I mean, it's so important to have a place where you can really relax and re-energize in this yeah. chaotic world yeah. Yeah. of today. Yeah. You know, like you, where you, I just love coming home every day if I'm, I'm, I'm out. You know, I just it gives me this, oh, it's nice and tidy and it's my stuff there when I come in. And it's this... Mm. And I like spending time alone at home as well, you yeah. know, just it's sitting pleasure, there reading somewhere yeah. and... Yeah, so that that and I I think it must be horrible for people who don't have that who come home, you know, from a stressful day at work, and then they come home and they don't feel comfortable mm, in their mm, home, you know. That's that's horrible. So it's yeah, in, it's interesting, you know, because I, I've often you know worked with a home so with a family, and teenagers really do need their own space, mm. and it's quite difficult for some parents to let their teenagers do what they need to do in their rooms because especially at the age of. Uh, I remember 13, 14, um, you know, they go through a chaotic time. Yeah. Um, of, and they need to have the freedom rather than have someone nagging at them all the time. Mm. And that is a very challenging time. I know. Anybody, anybody. <laughs> I'm in that, in that face at the moment with one of my sons, yeah. yeah maybe I'm nagging him too much sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I have to. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By closing himself. the door. I ended up with my teenage yeah. daughter Close. closing the door, thinking, right, I won't look at that anymore. It's up to her. But she, after a year, moved through that, and it was mm. fine. Yeah. But, um, you yeah. know, I've given lectures in schools, high schools and things, and, uh, and said to the, well, it was a Liverpool high school, actually, and uh, looking at what they could do to make their own individual space, their mm. own personal space. Yeah, yeah. And I actually suggested, you know, you're allowed to paint your room. You're living in a home. Would your parents allow you to paint your room? And... <clears throat> That can cost money, of course, the cost of paint. So you're looking at people who, you know, have limited funds. Mm. But if they can get the encouragement of their parents, they will change the colour. It gives them that sense of it's their space. Mm. Um, or they could cover a wall with a whole lot of posters. So yeah. looking beyond, you know, the, beyond the whole family unit to the individual yeah. in that one room. Because every mm. child has their own space. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's happening in our home at the moment. Posters everywhere, but that's fine. I mean, you can just take them off at some point. But yeah, they, but they, and, they love and it's, it. it's my, my younger son. He's very passionate about soccer, so it's all the German soccer players are <laughs> decorating the walls at the moment. Oh, that's great though, because yeah. that gives them their individuality. Yeah. And I think that's the same. If the same with empty nesters, you know, they can have something they mm. are passionate about or mm. like or their art mm. or whatever. 
It's important. Just decorate Very there. important, isn't yeah. it? Well, how do you create love in the home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've covered a lot of things yeah. there. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it is important to, to be able to um, feel that you are, well, I like to feel I'm connected to my home, to mm. know, whenever I'm here, whatever it is. Mm. Um, and I never bring my clients here because it's a very personal space. Mm. Well, I'm lucky you know, that I'm invited know? to your home. <laughs> yeah, no, because, yeah, you know, because yeah. when you're working with clients, you create something that's unique to them. Yeah, exactly. You know, and if they want something sleek and, and quite different, well, yeah, they exactly. can have all of that. Yeah, exactly. That's, um, I think it's good to have a bit of a separation as well. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. I mean, yeah, to, to wrap this up, I think it's one of the things we pointed out several times. It's really we recommend to have someone help you and come in and have a, bring a different mm. pair of eyes and just some other ideas and help you to move um, into that new home and start that new chapter of your life, mm. basically. And it's, it's, it's starting, really yeah, yeah. starting at the beginning, you know, just like, okay, yeah. come. And what would you advise, you know, for me to keep? And this is where we're exactly. going to move, what's going to fit. Yeah. And, you know, you have a really good, deep consultation yeah. that allows all their favorite things to be discussed and what they particularly yeah. like and what they don't like and what they're prepared to do without. And then the logic of that is, well, I wouldn't have that because it is going to be big. It's going to take over mm, the space. Mm. And I found yeah. out, you know, that whenever they don't follow your advice, sorry, they'll, they'll say, look, I'm sorry. Yeah, and the thing is, it helps them avoid costly mistakes yeah, because yeah. once you, again, what we just said, you sit there with the furniture, it's not going to fit, you have to get it out again, you have to yeah. order another removal list mm, or mm. someone who helps you, yeah. So it's all stress that you can avoid. All right, um, so thank you, Babette, for your time today. That well, was thank fantastic. You, um, and maybe we do another <laughs> podcast in the future. There's <laughs> always that. something to talk about. Well, I always enjoy um, you know, discussing things with you. So thank yeah, you, Bettina. Thanks. And um, if you find this podcast valuable, please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Um, this will help promote the show and is very much appreciated. Other than that, I would like to invite you to visit the Downsize with Style website, which is downsizewithstyle.com, to learn more about how I can help you downsize with style. Um, to start with, you can book your personal um, downsizing consultation, which is a one-hour phone or Skype consultation, to help you get going. And thank you so much for listening today. Uh, we will have a short break now over the winter school holidays here in Australia and be back in mid-July with our next podcast and I wish you a great time in the meantime and I hope to speak to you soon thank you and bye